Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you again for joining with me. And again, uh, shooting some of these things from a little different place here and there. So the sound may sound a little different, so you may turn it up, turn it down. I don't know. I think we'll move away from the last two verses we've been looking at because they've been the same verse, right? <laughs> Sometimes you, uh, you know, one verse will bring out a lot of things. So we've been looking at John chapter 19. So let me go back and read the verse 31 again, and it sets the context. Uh, remember, Jesus had just died. He had just said, it is finished. And he bowed his head, and he gave up his spirit. The next verse says this, Since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. <clears throat> so they wanted to get these three that they had crucified off the cross, the Jews did, because the next day was the Sabbath day. In the last two episodes, we talked a great deal about that, what that means. It wasn't the weekly Sabbath. It was the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Nisan 15, a high holy convocation day. So Jesus was uh, crucified on Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, he was put in the grave, and it came Thursday, evening and morning, Thursday, evening and morning, Friday, Evening and morning, Saturday evening, Sunday begins. At some point in time, he was resurrected. The ladies find the tomb empty prior to sunrise. Three days and three nights, as prophesied by the Lord Jesus Christ. So they wanted to get these guys off the cross. So let's break their legs to where they can't breathe anymore and they'll just suffocate. Verse 32 says this now, John 19. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. So they come and they break the legs of the two guys that had been crucified with Jesus. Okay, And so, again, this was just to expedite their death. I mean, I know it's sort of a gruesome thing, isn't it? Then verse 33, But coming to Jesus, when they saw that he was already dead, they did not break his leg. And why did that not break his legs? Well, he was already dead, so there was no need to do it. We're going to see in a couple of verses that this also fulfilled what the Scripture said. Because all these things that happened to Jesus were prophesied. Okay? They were prophesied in Psalm 22, in Isaiah 52 and 53, and in many, many other places, little hints were given. Now, it's interesting. So let me just chase this little sidebar right here. Uh, in the scripture, when you read the Old Testament, there's nowhere where you have an account that says, okay, the Messiah that's going to come, the one that you see that will come to redeem the world, the one that goes all the way back to Genesis 3.15, he's going to come and he's going to be killed and he's going to be put on the cross. Nowhere do you see it point blank like that. And the reason is, is it Galatians? Galatians or Corinthians, one of those two right there, that if Satan had known what God was going to do, with the death of Jesus, then Satan would never have done this. You actually see Jesus all through his three and a half years when he was uh, speaking of the kingdom of God, doing various things that were baiting Satan into killing him. He was doing things challenging Satan, and Satan really thought that he was going to be victorious on this. He really did. And then once you see what happened when Jesus dies and he's resurrected, when you read the scripture from the perspective of a resurrected Messiah, you see all these things. They become abundantly clear. And that's what was happening with the, uh, 
the writers of the New Testament, and when they're quoting these things. And so they would not have seen this prior to the resurrection. So they didn't break Jesus' leg. John chapter 19, verse 34, we press on. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. Now, why did he pierce his side with a spear? Was it just, it's one of the soldiers that was there. Was it just a malicious act? Uh, well, maybe. Okay, they were Roman soldiers, and a lot of times we don't want to try to paint them like that. But, folks, some serious things had occurred. Some serious things. And when you look at the other accounts, the other gospel accounts, you see what's happened. Uh, it had gone dark from noon to 3 o'clock when Jesus died. I mean, dark. I think it means night, dark. Some people say, well, it just got cloudy. They would not have been frightened. Other gospels say that the soldiers were frightened by what happened. If a bad storm comes up, they're not going to be frightened by that. But it went totally dark. When Jesus died, uh, the other Gospels tells them that a great earthquake took place. And it, it, the, the veil in the temple was split from the top to the bottom, right? And rocks were split. That's a great earthquake. Rocks were split. So all of this had happened. When Jesus died, all this stuff happened. And so they are quite frightened. Okay, They want to make sure that what's going on here, that, 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 that they don't mess up. So the soldier goes up and he pierces the side with the spear. I think it's just to check to see if he's really dead or not. Because he died very quickly as far as crucifixions go. He died six hours. And it was not uncommon at all with the crucifixion for somebody to languish for days before they actually died. So he pierced him with a side, uh, with a spear, and blood and water came out. Verse 35. And he who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. And he knows that he's telling the truth, so that you also may believe. John is speaking of himself. John never mentions himself by name in his gospel right here. But we believe that when he uh, refers to the character, the one whom Jesus loved, that he was speaking of himself. And he's just reflecting how much Jesus loved him. Right here he says, he who has seen testifies. And this testimony is true. And he knows he's telling the truth. He's saying, I saw this. I was there. Okay? He was there at the cross. And he saw this. And he's telling us this so that you may believe. May believe what? That you may believe that Jesus is is who he said he is, that Jesus is who the scripture says he is, that he is the Messiah, that he's the Yeshua HaMashiach, he's the son sent by the Most High God to come and to take on the sins of the world right here, to die and then to be resurrected from the dead. And John is saying, I'm writing this down to where you may believe. And he says, I'm going to give you a little extra right here. The last two verses are actually references back to Old Testament, verse 36. For these things came to pass to fulfill the scripture. Not a bone of him shall be broken. That's coming out of Psalm 22, okay? Verse 37. And again, another scripture says, They shall look on him whom they pierced. They shall look on him whom they pierced. And that's another passage. Is that out of Isaiah, I think, 52, 53, right through there? These things were prophesied. Now, even the uh, rabbis of the day had great debate. You know, is he talking about somebody, a king? Is he talking about this? Is he talking about that? But nobody really had insight that the, all these things, and there's more than 330 prophecies in the Old Testament that Jesus fulfilled perfectly, that he fulfilled. And they didn't know if this was applying to one man or just exactly what it means. But like I said, 
on this side, after the uh, resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, after that resurrection, they could see these things. They could understand things. And the Spirit gave them insight, and the Spirit gave them understanding as to what was occurring and what was going on. And when you start to see this, you see that there's a, a boldness that comes about. As a matter of fact, we'll see that in the next episode, what happens in the next verse. There's a couple of guys that were doing some pretty bold things right here. And often they're not viewed that way, but that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, so anyway, well, I think we'll start right here. We'll pick it up next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much, and I'll see you then.